Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Good morning, people. This is Stephanie coming to you live with my best friend, unofficial official health coach. Present. Yeah, that's me. And we are um, sitting here. Now, I have two health coaches. I am very blessed. I have Doug and I have Amy Herbster, who I got to spend time with this week. And Amy's my health coach. She's one of the most awesome people on the earth. So having both of us is kind of like having Amy squared. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyways, needless to say, we Except are... Except testosterone on this side, but I mean, Amy, what she did health coach-wise. I... Yeah, health coach... It just coach... hurt my it hurt my manhood. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Manly about that. Manly side right there. There yeah. was a little trauma going on there, yeah, some pain. It. Yeah. He yeah. dealt with it. I'm all right, yeah. Okay, we're ready to move on. So, Doug, how, how have you been doing lately? You know, I'm doing pretty well. I I got to tell you, man, this, uh, this walk-in, this being at camp, the good eating, you know, so... I lost a bunch of weight, and then I've been still losing a little bit of weight as I Which go. is disgusting because he's already stick thin. So I'm, I'm already, I'm trying to put, you know, I'm trying to put a stop to the weight right, loss. Right, right. So, so I had spaghetti and meatballs You tonight. did, and they looked phenomenal. You have no idea. They were that good. They were better Great. than you can imagine. Great. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but my food was good. It, it looked good, and you did you did taste. Some I of did take else's. some of Debbie's noodles, yeah. and I I just told Doug they went straight to the inflammation part of my shoulder blade. But you know what, they were good, and that's what you take ibuprofen so, so for. Let us know how you feel. About, oh, my foot fell asleep again. I hate when that happens. But anyway, Doug ahead. has an issue with his feet falling asleep. When you're that tall, you know if your foot isn't at the right angle for for the right amount of time, you you have issues. And my with, feet are huge. Y- yeah, his feet are. They're bigger than so Charles. Pump, I thought Charles had massive pump feet. blood through something the size of the average person's foot times two. Yeah, it's just too much. Anyway. Literally, his foot is double the size of mine. I wear a seven. He wears a 14. No exaggeration. That's right. Exactly. So, but, so Doug, you'd say overall you're doing very, very well. Yeah. And I hate, I hate to bring up a sore subject, but we have, the, we have this segment that has become very precious to us. And, and we thank it, Sister Norton for that. We do. And it is, it's, it's your turn, and I know this is going to bring up some memories, some flashbacks yeah. perhaps. Yeah. But you have some firsthand accounts of what it is like to be a knucklehead. Yeah. And I, so. I, I was a knucklehead. I know. And that's, so I, I stand here in front of you. So, so was I. I still am sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've been a non-knucklehead for maybe 20 years. But you Praise know, prior God. to that. Yeah, so prior to that, I had, so for, for maybe 7,000 days, I've been a non-knucklehead, <laughs> but prior to that, I mean, there were some really rough times. So you might be a knucklehead if you show up at Army basic training with hair halfway down your back and uh, John Lennon Ouch. glasses on, and you don't think anybody's going to judge you. Wow. I was that tall, ugly woman in the middle of everybody. <laughs> You know, it was just, I don't know what I was thinking. And, you know. And then now, were, didn't you tell me that your brother 
advised you to he go did. into he the did. He Army me. basic training that way? He said they're going to shave your head anyway. Okay, so see, I would say your brother got an evil sense of glee out of knowing what you were facing. Yeah, I and I still remember showing up. Well, first is... So, so this is a really hard thing to admit because you hate being a knucklehead. But let me tell you, there's power in coming clean. There's power in letting people know, hey, I've been a knucklehead. And I changed. You can too. That's right. That's right. So I show up. I, first thing, you know, I landed in the St. Louis airport. I flew from Hartford, Connecticut on the old Eastern Airlines, <laughs> landed in St. Louis, Missouri. And the Army sent these buses. Fort Leonard Wood, right? On my way there, right? Yep. These Army yep. sent these buses down to pick us up. And so there was this little guy. I mean, he was like, if he was five feet tall, he had to be. I think back then a guy had to be five feet to join the Army. But, I mean, he barely fit into that. He was a corporal in the Army. And we were all carrying these uh, these folders uh that were inside of uh, an envelope. So we had these manila folders with our records in them because you didn't have electronic transfer back then. And so you had you had these envelopes and all the envelopes were that, that almost like that weird light brown looking mm-hmm. envelope stuck yep. together. And it had your name and rank and serial number. And, and I walked through the airport and this little short corporal guy started screaming, yo, you big dummy, you idiot, get over here. And he said, and man, I, you know, I'm going to be up front with you. I had to use the restroom. But I was afraid to go use the restroom and uh, because he was yelling to get your luggage. He was saying they had a bus for us. He was looking for people with folders. And he had a check-off list making sure everybody had come in that day. It was later in the day. And I'll never forget as I was going through the airport, as he screamed at me. So we ran over to get our luggage. I had to use the restroom. And, you know, everybody said, man, i got to use the restroom. And this one knucklehead had opened up his uh, envelope to look at his folder. So he was a bigger knucklehead than me, thinking there were some kind of instructions for him there at the <laughs> airport or something, even though it said on the front of the envelope, Do not open. This envelope will be opened at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. You have no right. This is private property, whatever. You'll be fined Belong $10,000. to the U.S. government. Go, go, to the yeah. jail, go to jail for the rest of your life and never see your mother again, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but... Anyway, this knucklehead had opened up his envelope, and this guy saw that. He said, yo, you idiot. Did your parents have anybody who lived in this kid's paperwork went flying up in the air? And he, he started crying. His paperwork went all over the floor, and about 10 of us broke for the restroom. Praise God. And anyway, we got our stuff. We got our luggage. And I knew something was wrong because this corporal put us in the front of the bus. And he put me in the very front seat of the bus. And, and I said, what a nice guy. Let me look out the window. So I wasn't behind the driver. I was actually in the open area of this big Greyhound yeah. type of bus. Looking was... at the bus, you were on the left side. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, left is right. Yeah. So anyway, we drive about 90-something miles down to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. It was a nice ride. You know, there was a bathroom in the back of the bus. for I shouldn't have worried too much about it. But anyway, we drove, and the corporal yelled at us the whole way. He sat in the seat across from me. And we showed up as soon as we got to the gate at Fort Leonard where they came in and you had no ID card. They had to check your packet. So you literally held your envelope up there. And in this, you know, another corporal MP in the middle of the night came through the bus screaming at people, you're ugly, you're stupid, you're not going to make it. I mean, just looking at our folders, telling us to shut up and stuff. And I said, man, everybody is mad in the United States Army. Maybe I shouldn't have joined. That's what I was thinking. I was I was thinking maybe I made a mistake here. You know, everybody's upset. I don't know why everybody's upset. I'm just sitting here in a comfortable seat. I'm I can feeling... so picture my son Charles being that way, just like 
why is everybody upset? Then we go, so we finally get let on post from the MPs and we drive up to what they call the reception battalion and there's a drill sergeant in a parking lot. So we beeped on our way by this set of buildings. We went down through the parking lot and back up around and this drill sergeant came out and he was pacing the parking lot like he had ADHD or something. And I said, this is great, man. This guy, just like me, he's got ADHD or <laughs> ADD or DUMB, whatever you want to call it, he's got it. And he's out there pacing the parking lot. And, uh, and, and, and so the bus pulls up, they open the door, and the corporal says, sit on and shut up. And he went running outside, and he said to the drill sergeant, drill sergeant, corporal's always over a pole. It's got the, you know, 39 stupid people with me, whatever he said. I don't remember the whole thing. But he pointed toward me and said, he's right there. Uh-oh. Yeah, so the drill sergeant said, everybody off the bus. So we all came flying off the bus. I was first. He grabbed me and said, sweetheart, listen, honey, get on the ground and start giving me push-ups, you long-haired. He called me a couple names that I will not repeat, but they were Thank not you. flattering, you know? <laughs> and uh, and then, then we all ended up, so I did about, I don't know, what seemed like a thousand push-ups, maybe 10, but it seemed like a lot then, but anyway, probably a hundred. And uh, so we, we all ended up in formation and we were lined up and then they took us into the chow hall and uh, everybody was mad at us sitting there. It's like one in the morning, they're feeding us. And, you know, we get in there and the guy's like, whatever we put on your plate, you'll eat. You have five minutes. Do not sit down. I don't even remember what he said. It was all just bouncing around inside my head. Don't put anything in your pockets. This child belongs to the United States Army. I mean, this is the only free meal you're going to get. In the United and I mean, just screaming at us. And I was like, man, everybody's mad, you know. And so we ended up eating really fast. Food was great. Army food is great. Praise. I miss Army food. But anyway, we all end up out in formation. <laughs> spotlights are on us we're in the parking lot and they're assigning platoons and basically we're all a platoon and uh, uh we end up going down there and the drill sergeant's out there making fun of different people uh -oh. and he came up to me and he said son he said with hair like that he said you're either a queer or a drug addict or, or a pothead that's what he said you're either a queer or a pothead and i said pothead drill sergeant right <laughs> and he didn't make me do push-ups <laughs> He said he appreciated my honesty. But anyway, so you might be a knucklehead anyway. I wonder. You might be a knucklehead. If you show, man, we just wasted like 10 minutes, and five of it was on that story. So we're on Psalm 67, I believe. And so you might be a knucklehead if you show up with long hair at basic training. So, so don't the, do it. the moral of the story is, guys, don't show up. If you, if you join the military... Cut the hair off ahead of time. Save yourself all that Be pain. serious. That's right. And I mean, know what to say. And, you know, then you have my son the who's practicing say, with, yeah. sh you know, shaved head look and already. I, and, and I couldn't help but smile. That was it. Be somebody who can get a depressed look on your face. Because every time I smiled, I did push up. But I got real rugged there. But anyway, here we are in Psalm <laughs> 67. I smiled all the time. And uh, <laughs> But the, the Word of God says, the inspired Word of God. It says, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Selah, I want God's face to shine upon mm. me. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. Mm. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. 
Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Wow. Beautiful. There's a lot going on there, man. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that this is one of those psalms that, that's peaceful. It makes me smile. Again, it's a psalm of praise. Um, there's a few phrases that really pop out at me. Um, one being, you know, D David starts off asking God for his mercy. He asks for his blessing. He asks God that his face may sh that would shine upon them. But his reason is powerful that thy way may be known upon the earth, that thy saving health among all nations. I think it's an interesting choice of words that David says, thy saving health. Yeah. Um, it, when I think in terms of what our ministry, PTSD, working with those who have been through a lot of um, trauma or stressors or whatever, um, the fact that it does affect your health. And um, David's asking here for God's saving health. Um, I think that's a very interesting choice of words on his part. But, you know, that is what David asks God to do is, Lord, be merciful to me so that you can be glorified. Bless bless us so that you can be glorified. Cause your face to shine upon us yeah. so that people will know who you are. Remember watching that movie, what was it, The Ten Commandments? Mm -hmm. Remember, and, and, and Moses comes down and there's that shine, mm -hmm. that look on his face. Well, I submit to you, I know that's a movie. I know they spray painted some stuff on his face or whatever. But I submit to you that I can tell the difference between those people who are right with God yeah. And you know what that word mercy means there, merciful? It means forgiveness. Mm. Forgive me. Be merciful. Stop this from happening. Don't let this happen. And it, it, it means forgive me. Yeah. So so Stephanie was yawning there. You Sorry. May, you may hear a yawn. but uh, I may. I sit here and do podcasts and I yawn sometimes. Yeah. But and, and so another phrase that caught my attention is except for verses one and six, it's talking about people, nations, lands, all you people praising the there. It's talking about nations and mm -hmm. Israel's blessing these people. Yeah. True. And all these different things. And that's what's going on there. So it says that thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. And uh, I don't know about you, but I think that God alone can provide the mercy that everybody needs the forgiveness yeah well and i think to oh, put yeah. this in our church age we as the church are to be that representation of god saving health we as the church you know we're told to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature the gospel is god saving health spiritually and it, it makes a difference for people physically it makes a difference in every realm of each person's life and to put this in our day and age it's our responsibility as the people of god to represent christ to be a part of his saving health to all the nations yeah yeah and i and i think that uh i think that's essentially what's going on here i think that kind of you know the there's a prayer here and the prayer is asking god it's asking God to allow them to make a difference that, that thy way may be known upon the earth, that us here in Israel, that we can make your way known upon the earth. And we as Christians today, 
are, you know, we have that role. We have that yeah. responsibility yep. and, and we need to do that. So verse two is speaking to us. And I mean, it's speaking to us in such a way uh, that we should be that people. We should be praying. We yeah. should be seeking mercy. We should be so we can let the earth know through missionaries, through people, through our churches, through pastors, and let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. And, and just, uh, God, this is our prayer. This is what we want to do. We want the nations to praise you. We, we want to make a difference so that other people are praising you. Remember, every one of these psalms, this is the third of four, every one of these first three psalms that we did out of the four psalms about praise, are all about bringing praise to God, making people praise God more, and things of that nature. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. That is pretty cool. So, you know, David is interceding on behalf of Israel, on behalf of his people groups. He's the king. And, and he wants the, all the earth to know what God is all about and what God is doing and how God can make a difference. And that's what's going on there. And it's saying, let, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase and God, even our own God, shall bless us. And look at verse 7 as we, as we look at this here. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Yeah, I would say, does God bless us for us to keep it to ourselves? Does God bless us just so that we can yeah. live in a mini utopia? You know, um, I think I, I'm afraid that sometimes that in our churches, we beg God for blessing so that we can have a utopia. Yeah. That's not why God blesses us as a church. That's not why God blesses us as individuals. He blesses us so that we can bless others. Exactly. And so that we can make a difference in others' lives. And if we are hoarding with hoarding that blessing, we are inhibiting the cause of Christ. We are hampering his will. We are hampering what he wants to do in other people's lives. And God doesn't bless us for ourselves. He blesses us so that all the ends of the earth shall fear him. We have a responsibility. And, you know, you as a missionary on your way to, uh, at that time, to Cameroon, and, uh, you know, what's a missionary's responsibility? And right away, John 1.1, you know, this is where our, our uh, you know, our Mormons and, and our Jehovah's Witnesses and all these other false religions get it wrong. In the beginning was the Word in John 1.1, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was the beginning with God. And so uh, the same was in the beginning with God. So, I mean, right away as missionaries, we have that responsibility as carriers of the word. Even as Christians, we have a responsibility yeah, we should all be to tell everybody who the word was and what the word yeah. does and, and what's going to happen. And I think that's what Psalm 67 is talking about. I, I think we have an innate responsibility to praise the Lord. And part of our praising of him is sharing the gospel Part of our praising of him is testifying of his greatness. Part of our praising of him is showing other people how they can know for sure they're going to heaven, how they too can have the joy that we're talking about here in Psalm 67. I think it's spreading abroad the love of Christ. And we have a responsibility to do that. We're told yeah. to do that. Yeah. Go ye therefore, right? Yeah. So we're supposed to go around the world. Now, we can't all personally go around the world, but we certainly can send people. And, uh, you know, we're, we're the product of people supporting us. 
we're a product of, of reaching out to people, of making a difference. We're a product of, of people saying, you know, we're supported missionaries. Even though we've just recently, as we've made a change to a better situation, to be able to reach more people, we've lost a little bit here and there. But God, we know that God's going to provide that for us. That's right. And and we know that, uh, and it's like this podcast. And, and brethren, and this isn't a shameless attempt to get you to help with this podcast, but to let you know, hey, this podcast, uh, it's a couple hundred dollars a month to go forward. One fifty just for the people who put the podcast together and put it out there. And then we pay for storage. We pay for all those different things. And and we believe this is a tool that God uses. Yes, that's right. And uh, so we'd love to have you help with that. And, and uh, but God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. So how do we get to where God is blessing us? It's hooked to, it's distinctly hooked to, it's grabbed together there and uh, it's hooked to and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Yeah, I think it's a cycle. Um, I think there's a, there's a principle of faith involved. Um, we trust God. We choose to step out by faith and obey him. Yeah. He blesses us. Yeah. So we can turn around and step out by faith again. Exactly. And bless others and make a difference in others' lives. It becomes a a beautiful cycle because the, we get to see God when you choose to, as David did, praise God choose to magnify him, choose to lift him up and say, God, would you glorify yourself? Be merciful to me so that your name can be magnified before others. God inhabits the praises of men and he delights in honoring the faith of his people. He does. And, and we've got a, I think we've got an innate responsibility um, in many ways, but perhaps the the greatest responsibility that we walk away practically with today is to uh, share God so that others can praise him and that all the ends of the earth will fear him and know, have the, you know, profoundly know the fear of God and know how that works with them. And uh, I think that's real important here. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we are. We have, God's given us marching orders. You know, he's given us our command to go ye into all the world. Exactly. You know, Paul phrases it, thou therefore and your hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, we're told to cast aside, to put aside the weights and sins that easily beset us and run with patience the race that is set before us. And Exactly. And so as we spend this week upside down and doing things a little differently... And Stephanie <laughs> taking on the role of host. I'm taking on the role of musician. But don't worry, I'm not going to sing to you today. <laughs> so as we close, thank you, Stephanie, for wrapping that up so nicely. I'm going to go with Serve Worthy, Christian Soldier, one of our uh, songs that is found on YouTube. It's found on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those places. You can electronically download it today, entitled Serve Worthy, Christian Soldier. Because if we serve worthy, God's going to bless us and all the earth shall fear him. Let us play this song for you. with obligation.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.